This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Are people pretty forgiving like when you talk to them after the show? I think so. Yeah. Well, sorry to interrupt. No, you're fine. Yeah, I do think... Uh, I, I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, not, the, the longer you do it, the better you get. So it's, it probably won't seem as quite as a, like you might go, oh, that was not what I want. That was not, but the audience was like, oh, that was funny, you know, or whatever. But sometimes if it's a rough show, sometimes they'll be like, yeah, that was a rough crowd. And you're like, no, that was me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I bombed terribly uh, in front of Carly Aquilino and Jesse Mae Peluso out in New York City one night. Terribly. <laughs> I opened that show and I ate so bad. It was the second worst time I've ever bombed outside of bombing in front of Annie Kindler. And when I got off the stage, Carly Aquilino got up and I went in the green room and Jesse May, who's sweet as pie, yep. is just saying, don't worry about it. It's okay. They're just kind of off. They're a little off tonight. The crowd just, you know, like it just takes a little while to warm up. Meanwhile, behind me, Carly Aquilino is murdering, <laughs> murdering the room. And I was like, really, Jesse? Are you listening to that? It was not you listen to that. It was not the crowd. And the thing is, sometimes <laughs> It, it, it is the crowd or sometimes it's the room or something's mm. not separate but sometimes it's also subjective where people yeah. are like oh they just didn't like your type of comedy Absolutely. or whatever and that's that is I think a real thing but yeah. ultimately the goal I think at least my goal is to try to get most crowds to uh, enjoy what I do but not pander yeah, yeah. so you want to bring yeah. them to you, you yeah. know? And well, it's because it's very hard to have a room full of 200 people that are all just sitting there going make me laugh that's right. Like, that's now, right. Okay, here I do. But, but at the same, that's true. But at the same time, they're there because they want to. Yeah, learn. I was gonna say you have that like. But it's and, but some nights it's it can be like they're like, well, we're just we just my right. wife dragged me here. Or my husband. Oh, we would made get me that come. all the time at the <laughs> HOC where because <laughs> you're in a mall and so people are just kind of wandering around right. the mall and they're like, oh, right. we see this person, guy on yeah. this poster. Let's go see if he's funny. And you're it's like pulling teeth sometimes to get yeah. people to laugh. That blows my mind because like if I'm going to a concert. If I'm going to a show, a stand-up show, if I'm going to anything, mm. my anxiety, my like show mom in me, like wants that person to succeed so much so where I will be doing the smiling at them if they make eye contact. Like you're doing great, yeah, you're doing yeah. great, no matter what. <laughs> just you know? front row, yeah. give them yeah. a thumbs up. You're doing really good. So it's like that is a certain mentality. My um, mom's like just like just smile and they'll think they'll think you're cute. <laughs> I'm like yeah, but will they think I'm funny? Right. <laughs> Your mom sounds amazing. She's uh, amazing, but also. <laughs> Crazy. Sweetie, uh, you're the <laughs> cutest comic up there. I mean, you're a dog shit yeah, comic, yeah, but right. you are so cute. Like, you'll win them over with yeah. your smile. Yeah, you know, like, that'll work for 3.3 3 seconds. Mom, you're just genetically wired to love me. These I people know. are not. And, and you get the people that also want to be like the tough guy. You can't make me laugh, so I'm just going to sit here with my which arms like folded in the front. Yeah. Which is like okay. a That's... super fun person to be, right? Like, right. oh my God. And super fun person to be married to. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Like, I think it's, I think, yeah, you have to be, I think, somewhat open to the experience. Otherwise, they're, it's going to mm-hmm. be really tough. But that's part of the reason why it takes so long also on the comedian end because the goal is to be vulnerable yeah. and it, and funny. So if, you, you know, you can learn jokes or you, I'm not learning, but, you know, write jokes early mm-hmm. on, but maybe they're not quite as vulnerable. But hopefully the longer you do it, the more vulnerable you become. And people, I think, are more likely to connect if you are being more at least uh, definitely authentic but vulnerable because then 
they're, they're going to connect with you more and be more open to laughing, I think. Well, you were just at Duran Duran. <laughs> yeah. And you, that was a weird transition. Well, I was going to say is you embrace vulnerable? the experience. We were talking yeah. about this. Yeah. Like, you went there and you said, we're going to sing, we're going to Yeah, dance. I took my clothes off. I threw uh-huh. them over my head. It was crazy. That's obviously state fair there. <laughs> but we were talking about this, like... There, like it, and, and maybe maybe it's because I feel like honestly I don't go out that much. We have a one year old, and like it's a whole thing. And you have I'm, an actual life. Like yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> but like, kind of. I also don't because like it's, I'm like all of a sudden realize like I haven't put my head out of the sand for like a whole weekend and be like, where are what year is it? Um, so like we don't go out much. So when we do, like if I get every the stars align babysitter we get to the place on time i'm looking cute as all hell obviously don't even mm-hmm. keep eye contact with say, me yep, yeah yep. <laughs> Her eyes are up there david um, and so like if all those stars align it's like i am just so excited to go there and have fun and i would like to apologize to everybody around me at, <laughs> at the chicks because like i am going to sing i am going to dance i am going to like i have no ego there i don't think i like look cool and like that was the mind frame you had going to the concert. Yeah, like- I think I think so. I mean, it, you know, it still took me a little time to warm up, but I was definitely I, I was going there because I wanted to see them perform. Yeah, yeah. like you didn't sit there arms crossed no. and go right. No, right. It is weird, like because you're saying like, oh, I have to apologize. Like I'm here to have fun. Like you, were everybody at but this it, concert should be yeah. having fun. Like oh. it shouldn't be something you but have that's to apologize so for. Funny which is because sad. like I mean, especially because like. Uh, you know, going to Taylor Swift, we all knew we were going to stand the whole time. But standing at concerts is this weird rule of like, can we stand the people behind us? That's are true. Sitting? Oh, That's true. I, in fact, I thought about you, you last s- night, Brittany, because while I was at Pearl Jam, yeah, everybody was standing, mm-hmm. everybody except for my section. Yeah, and I'm a stander. I'm yep. a stander. I, hey, I'm I paid a hundred. I, I paid hundred and fifty <laughs> bucks yeah. to watch this. I want to stand. So I stood up, and I was me and my sister were the only two in the row standing. And the guy behind me, I thought, you know what? Uh, we were talking about the airline seats when you yeah. recline. How I ask, I was like, I'm not going to be a dick. I know I'm a short guy, so I turned around and I said, Hey, can you guys see? And the guys were like, Yeah, absolutely, not a problem. Which is his nice way of being like, hey, Don't worry, short stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I can see right over That's your head. Right. You're That's okay. a Rudy Hurl. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. Uh, I was thinking about that, and we somebody had said, oh, I feel so bad about being a short person at a show because I'm always trying to, like, get a better advantage. And somebody in our group said, I, I feel bad being a tall person. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, because you are that person who is taking up somebody's sight line. And I, for me, I guess maybe because of being short, there should be a school picture rule at a concert. <laughs> yes. Short people, if you are five foot four and under, you get up towards the front and progressively we just section everybody off the taller you are. So the six foot five people are in the back. And listen, like I will sit at a concert when I'm like, I don't know this song, I need a break, whatever. But I'm fully expecting to not see anything. Like I've accepted that yeah. like people will yeah. stand in front of me and I'm okay with that. Well, and there I don't know if you've seen the Adele clip where it looked yeah. like she was at like some yeah, award yeah. show and yeah, yeah somebody yes. was standing and, and security she stopped Uber the show. fan was like singing and belting the whole time and everyone else was sitting down and two people came up to him, a woman who was mm-hmm. uh, you know, just behind him saying, Everybody behind you, can you notice you're singing, you're yelling and all this stuff? And then a security guard came up to him and was like we're gonna, you, you know, she, he was like, hey, please let me stay. I promise I'll be good. This guy was like freaking out. Oh, he out. was having a whole meltdown. Yeah, and she, you know, <laughs> and trying to listen to the show at the same time. He was like singing along. He's like, I promise, please don't kick me out. And this guy goes, the security officer's like, well, we're gonna need you. To, you know, can you see that everybody? And Adele stops her show and says, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Like, what are you doing to that fan? He is having a good time. Everyone starts clapping. This lady yells out, they want him to sit down. And she goes, he. 
He bought a ticket to my show, wants yeah. to sing along to all my songs, leave him alone. And you can tell, like, the security officer is, like, uh, wants oh, to, like, no. die. Yeah. Like, like, it's the Homer Simpson meme, like, into the bush. Like, yeah. oh, Bob's bad. Oh, um, this was just recent. This was, yes, oh, this was like, yeah. a week ago. Okay, yeah, let me yep. see if I can find some audio. Yeah, no, it's so good. You it, feel so... I, Be, you, terrible for him because, at first. And you can tell, like, it looks like everybody else in the crowd is there because it's some fundraiser, bougie, yes. we're going to get dressed up and go out. And this person is, like, a 100% diehard <sighs> fan, every crying, word. Yeah. singing his heart out. Right. And it's like, let him have his moment. Yeah. Like, that's what Adele yeah. got into this industry for, is those fans. They say if you want to listen to the music, like, pristine, with no other sounds, do it at your goddamn house. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have the CD. There's right. a million right. recordings of both concerts and, you know, like, in studio, they make these things called albums. Like, you can do that in your sound system at home, in your car. But, like, accept the fact that, like, I mean, Taylor Swift, everybody belted every song. <laughs> right. And, like, everyone was like, well, didn't it suck to not hear her? I'm like, well, the sound system was amazing. If you stopped singing, you could hear her. But also, it was the vibe. Like, right. yeah. you know, it's like everybody here have, for the past three years has been listening to these CDs as much as me. Like, there is a... Know, we were at the uh, Wild Game, or no, uh, it was Lynx, sorry. Oh, Lynx, nice. same thing in my mind, apparently. Interchangeable. Yeah, yeah. so uh, we were with a, my friend Maggie, uh, and we were watching the game, and some old lady, and we were talking, and some old lady behind us, she goes, can you guys be quiet? You're so loud. Oh, I was yeah. like, it's, I, we're at a basketball yeah. game. I know. It was so crazy. I had somebody, it's so funny you said the Wild. I had um, tickets through a ra the radio station for a wild game and we were in a suite and I realized the person in front of us was filming us. Like, you know, I mean like recording, like, you know, like they had like the, uh, they were camera holding their phone. Them, yeah. yeah, the front facing camera filming us. And I was like, that's weird. Da -da -da -da. And later I was like, hey, can I ask why, you know, why you're filming us? Like, I, I have no problem at, and she goes, you know, we paid a lot of money for these seats, and you guys were talking the whole time. I'm like, we are at a wild game in a suite. Like, right. uh, the worst place to watch uh, hockey is very far away. And, yep. like, I blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. For, like, talking. Because it's like, if there's a spot where you don't want people talking, don't go to any sporting event, <laughs> right, especially right, hockey. Right. Or, like, you're not going to a Vikings game <laughs> yeah. and, like, hey, everybody keep it down. And I get it. I'm sure we were inappropriate, loud. I'm yeah. sure I was yeah. obnoxious. I'm sure. Like, again, I don't leave the house often, so when I do, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, I get it. But it's also like, listen, lady, like, I, you know how long away, like, it would have turning around or just moving or whatever. Like, I, I always have to go, like, if I'm going to say this, I really have to preach it. If she would have turned around and said something, I have to now go, like, okay. It took a lot for her to turn around and be like, we and respect that. Mm -hmm. But the filming, that was like, that's right, so and that's what she gonna set that like, in somewhere? Like, or are you gonna make a little TikTok I of me talking totally, at the wild game? This like, woman would not stop talking <laughs> at this this rowdy wild game. Yeah, we we were at a bar last night before the Pearl Jam concert, and it was super loud in there. And yeah. maybe just the old man in me is coming out. But I was like, do you guys want to like go outside or go to another bar? It's really loud in here. <laughs> yes. And my friend Liz goes. <laughs> yeah. We're about to go to a rock concert. <laughs> you care about the noise in the bar? I thought, yeah, that's right. The old man in me is definitely shining through it right just, now. Like, uh, I just like, I feel cringe. that sometimes though. If I'm like, I just want to talk. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. But that not at not at a not at a rock concert though. Real quick before we go into break, you guys want to hear this Adele? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Here we go. So much since I came on for standing up. What's going on with him? But guess you with your hand up. Yes, you. Put your hand up. You, 
No, you. Yes, you with the stick in your hand. Yes, him. What are you doing? Why are you all bothering him? Can you leave him alone, please? Leave him alone. And he's crying. Leave him alone. Yeah. Oh. Leave him alone. Right, start again. Sorry, guys. I've been bothered the whole show by security and other people sitting behind me. seems to have fun. All right, all of you are going to I like the fact that she's self-aware with the crowd, yeah. and she even did that, was it the Grammys, or was it the Oscars, when she started singing the 007 song, and she started and got, because it was right after she had vocal nodule uh, surgery, Yeah, yep. she came out and started the song, and it was a little off, Yeah, and about 45 seconds in, she went, stop, 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 restart, I can't do, we, I, we, I can't put this out, we're going to reset, and then she made this, the band redo the song yeah. and I don't think I think everybody else would have tr- there's a, a video of the band Hoobastank trying to sing uh, remember that song there's a reference yeah remember that song uh, and the reason is you yep, yep, yeah, yep. they, yeah, they yeah, tried yeah. to sing that at the MTV Video Music Awards and he is all over the place. Uh, it is like one of the worst American Idol editions uh, you've ever seen. But he plows through it. And at some point, I remember watching this thinking, could you just go to commercial? Just <laughs> throw the guy a him. bone, please. <laughs> oh, that, and you know what? It's to a fault, right? Because she actually is a perfectionist. And that's was she got mm. a lot of heat canceling her Vegas regacy, legacy, or, uh, residency. residency. Thank yep. you. Um, like a week prior, it might even been less time than that, and people had tickets and all this stuff. So, like, she really is a perfectionist, and you yeah. can tell it. But that's how you, uh, you get, to, but that's the type of people that make it to the top, so right. also. Yep. And it's nice to see, because it, like, it humanizes them, where, like, right. she stopped her whole, whole show to take care of this oh. one person. And right. so it's like, that helps build the fame up. And that's it's so true. nice to see where, yeah. You I, by the way, if you go to a stand up show, don't talk. Yeah, I would say that's the one. <laughs> I would never. The anxiety I would have. And then the people will be like, oh, like they'll talk. And then when the comedian calls them out, they'll be like, you had the audacity to yeah. like come and say something to Sometimes, me. Like, yeah. Dude, I had uh, Jimmy Schubert once. There was somebody that was sitting in the back of the HOC uh, with his wife. And Jimmy's on stage doing his bit. And the guy like boos him. And Jimmy's like, we, you think you can do better? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm way funnier than you, like, blah, blah, blah. And Jimmy's like, come up on stage. It calls the guy up on stage, gets the whole crowd, a sold-out show. Everybody's clapping, oh gets the guy on God. stage. The guy, you know, stands from the mic. Jimmy goes, hold on one second. Goes and sits down in the guy's seat, puts his arm around his wife. And he's like, all right, go ahead. And the guy kind of, like, stands there a little bit. Everybody starts clapping again. And he leans into the microphone, and he's just about to say something. And Jimmy just... Get the <laughs> F off stage. Like, you suck. Like, oh, it was the greatest. Like, but yeah, people I, don't I, talk to You know, show. you hear about those stories, and I actually think it would be so funny if, like, somehow the guy comes up there and has, like, a legit type five. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny. <laughs> See, that's, I, that's why I don't. I wouldn't do what Jimmy did. <laughs> I'd be like, like, no, just. They're a plant. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, have you ever heard of these airline peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't know that though, and it's good like when we have uh, the hosts of the show remind them and stuff because they don't mm. know necessarily. Yes, that's you know? true. Yeah. But but ultimately, like you know, if you're being rude, I'll tell you what my anxiety. Unless you're drunk. Yeah, my anxiety could never like people walking around here with like acting like they don't have like insane anxiety. Tiger, I would, I would be a wreck. I'd be a wreck if my husband tried to ask me for like, how's the baby doing? I'd be like, shut up, shut up. What are you talking to? Me? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you guys remember the comedian Brody Stevens? 
Remember yep. that name? Yeah, yeah Brody yeah. Stevens. Uh, unfortunately, he passed away. Passed away a couple of years ago. He was the best at handling people in the crowd when they they were just being dicks and just mm-hmm. you know like mugging him. If they ever saw somebody with their arms folded, he would do this bit where he would look at them and kind of get down off stage and get in their face and go negative energy <laughs> and would keep doing it over in different voices until finally that person would crack. Yeah, and then the show was amazing. But he's right. he thought. Why do I want to sit here and have this guy stare at me for 20 minutes up on stage? I might as well make a bit out of it. And usually the people that get made fun of like that tend to go a 180 and end up having a good time because they they do realize they're being ridiculous. Really. You know, I've been with Tom for a long time, and watching one of those interviews go down, the anxiety I have oh, yeah. is through the roof. Like we have people come in. You know, we used to have the KQ Morning Show all the time come in, and they're like, so they're like, so, you know, how, where are you from? Mississippi. The worst. There was, I don't know if you remember this comedian. I can't remember what her name was. But so we're driving in and we oh, always no. listen to KQ on the way in so we kind of know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. And so we get in there and Tom had said, made some joke and she was like a very feminist type person. And she was like, oh, he's misogynistic. Decided to be a And she was like, yeah. I'm going to go in here and ruin this interview. And <gasps> The anxiety you had. And so we like, oh, no. Here's me, 23-year-old, just walking to the studio. And like every question was, yep, nope, yep, nope, yep. And normally Tom would have us on for like three segments. And so he was like, and I told her that ahead of time. Like, hey, we always say one, but it always is like two or three. And after that first segment, he was like, well, great to have you on. Like, we'll see you next time. The anxiety you had. And so I bet we get into the car and she's feeling great about herself. And I... Turn the car Why on. It's still, it's still on KQ. And the first thing you hear is, well, that was a disaster. <laughs> wow. I just slowly, he always did that. He always he would always, would as soon as they, they'd down. still be in the building, and he'd be like, like, what a pain in my ass. And yep. I'd just be like, oh, but, and they'd be like in that little walkway near my studio, and I'd just be like hiding under something. <laughs> it was the most awkward like, drive from mm-hmm. the studio back to Bloomington <laughs> oh. I've ever had. I bet. Speaking of goddamn disasters, we've got Kent Herbeck and Phil Mackey up next here on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You all have helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about my slippers, the Giza sheets, MyPillow 2.0, and more. Great news. The MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. And for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and many more. I really have to say I'm feeling great, and I have to give the credit to MNFatLoss.com. After going on the program this spring, I'm nearly at my ultimate weight loss goal. You know, there's no shame in gaining weight as we get a little bit older, but I think you'd feel better, more energetic, and feel better in your clothes A reset like MNFatLoss.com could be the answer for you, just like it has been for me. I'm not even worried about temptations like the state fair. I'm not hungry. I don't crave carbs or sugar. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, that's about a pound of fat every day, no exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to MNFatLoss.com. That's MNFatLoss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at MNFatLoss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. 
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm here with Ben Williams, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Ben, you were in peak health playing football when you went into kidney failure and needed a transplant. An organ donor saved your life. What do you want people to know? That's right, Tom. I found out my life was going to have two paths. Either hooked up to a dialysis machine five days a week, four hours a day for the rest of my life, or receive a kidney transplant. I actually started to lose hope. When I was about to start dialysis, I received a call. My perfect match for a kidney was available. A stranger checked the donor box on their driver's license and saved my life. I actually felt 18 again. Now I want to pay it forward by encouraging others to register. I learned from life source that men register at rates much lower than women. We need more men to check the box at the DMV. When you pass away, that small decision and act can help someone like me. There are 2,300 people in Minnesota like Ben right now waiting for a life-saving transplant. Make your game plan to be a hero. To learn more, visit life-source.org. Ruthie, our last summer barbecue is this weekend, and it has to be epic. Well, Total Wine has these new hard seltzers that'll rock your barbecue. And my favorite Cabernet will make your famous ribs even famous-er. Yes, just what my last summer barbecue needed. Wow, and at those low prices, they'll be great for my first fall barbecue. Ooh, I'll trade you my famous ribs recipe for one of yours. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us, I'll tell you that. Fall may be just the best part of summer. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring. Rick had some great ideas for my yard, and they can do the same for yours. A good fall established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought the following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but will also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape patios, walkways, and retaining walls. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. Let them put together a three- to five-step program that is safe, effective, and guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit ProfessionalTurf.com and click Estimates for lawn care, landscaping, or schedule an irrigation service visit. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, baby. And we've got Minnesota legend Kent Herbeck Sports is brought to you exclusively by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda at the ballpark up north or in your fridge, Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Also, we got Phil Mackey with us. How are you doing, gentlemen? Hey, Herbie. Morning. What's, What's going, going on? Hey, uh, old uh, old Mackey here is uh, maybe still a little lubed up from last night's Gophers Nebraska game. So, everybody yeah. went out last night. Tev- I feel like Holy everybody cow. did something. Yep. Was yeah, it- Duran Duran, the Gopher game, Pearl Jam, uh, party at David's house. I mean, that yep. was really where the it was really <laughs> the hot spot was. Yeah. You know why everybody went out last night? Why can't? Because the twins went on. They didn't have nothing to do. Oh, <laughs> that's true. That's why. Yeah. It's just all these confused people roaming around the Twin Cities. What do we do tonight? I don't know. The Twins aren't playing. We need some love, man. Come on, we need some love for our Twins. I mean, that's... I'm a little little upset this morning. I I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, Yeah, I feel like this week you've been really taking a hit, Kent, because Tom has been not super positive about the Twins all week. 
okay. You mean all week? What about all year? All right. year. Are all, I don't know, all decades, plural? Yeah. Well, you, yeah. would, you would think that now that we're starting to get towards playoffs and, like, we can, okay, we can all get over that it hasn't been the greatest, like, overall record for the Twins, but we're still going to be making the playoffs. Let's throw some support behind the team, see if we can mess around and, and make some magic happen in the playoffs. But, yeah, it still seems pretty negative. I, I think, uh, yeah, even even coverage of the Twins has been, it, to me, it's been horrible. I mean, we talked about it last week. They're going into playing – they're playing Texas. They're playing Cleveland. Then they go now. They go to Cleveland again and play their go to Texas and play Cleveland again. They're four and three in their last seven games against those two teams, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they won three out of four against Texas. Yeah, and then they lose two games against Cleveland. And right away, they talk about how they're not going to make the playoffs again. <laughs> and I, I don't, I don't get it. It's been an up and down ride like this all year. We got a first place ball club, and we're talking about the Minnesota Vikings on TV every stinking day, because the last time they went to a playoff game of any significance was back in 1977 when they lost. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, get get them! I love this. this uh, that's is an great. uncalled for shot. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, it is it is perfectly called. I'm, let's let's do drive-bys. The Timberwolves oh, have only over. won one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's we're hitting up everybody now. Uh, the Wild haven't done a damn thing. The Gophers beat Nebraska last night, but I was looking at the uh, the banners on the side of the stadium. They end in 1967, Herbie. So I'm with you on this. Let's 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 okay. fire it up for the first place Twins. I'm I'm yeah. They're getting no love. The team's in first place. Let's uh, let's jump on board. You know, if they make it to the playoffs and go to the World Series, you're going to hear nothing but Twins baseball. Okay, so why not why not help them out now? I mean, we're getting no love at all. Um. And I'm not losing any sleep over it. I'm just getting pissed <laughs> off about it. <laughs> Maybe a little sleep, a little sleep, but not the whole night. But no, it, it just—it just seems weird that you know this this uh, our sports scene around here has been pretty lame as far as getting somebody into a playoffs and going anyplace. But I know everybody's thinking right away if we get in the playoffs, well, we're going to lose anyway because mm-hmm. we lost 18 in a row or 17 in a row. Blah blah blah. Let's get fired up. Let's let's uh, let's get some you know some stuff going around with the twins. Let's get excited about it. Let's not start talking about the Vikings pre. Let's go right now. Let's dance yeah. party. A dance party. Mm, mm, mm. I'm with you. Know what? I I love that. I love fired up Kent Herbeck here on this Friday because I I feel the same way in that. All right, whatever. Like they're. And Tevin, you said it. Okay, they're going to go to the. Who cares if they didn't win right. the 95 games that people thought? Right, they're going to get into the playoffs. They got a nice roster. They're already kind of setting things up for a month from now. Now they do have to they do have to stay clear of, of the Guardians. But the other day, I don't know if you guys heard this, uh, just like watching the game on TV or at the ballpark. So, and I'm going to rip on fans for a second. Fans booed Carlos Correa. So, and again, like we kind of were a little sensitive sometimes to the out. Like he tried to leave in free agency, mm-hmm. and so and then he comes back for 36 million a year, and he's having the worst year of his career. And fans booed him because he's he's about to like I think he's gonna break Jim Rice's record for ground ball double plays. He's on pace for like thirty six uh, ground ball double plays, but he comes out and he says, "Hey, you know I haven't made a big deal out of it, but I've had plantar fasciitis for four months. It's the most pain I've ever played through. But I want to be out there. I want to be helping the team win. I can still play shortstop." And so a few weeks ago in Philadelphia. The Philadelphia Phillies fans gave a standing ovation to Trey Turner 
who signed a massive contract. He's been underperforming. And Philly's fans said, you know what? We still like this guy. We're going to support him. They give him a standing ovation in the stadium, and he goes on a three-week tear across the National League. So I'm, I'm kind of with you. Let's let's support these guys yeah. a little more. And if Philly, they booed Santa Claus. So if they can, if they can get behind some of their players, we can get behind can some of ours. Can you imagine being a kid at that game? What do you do? Why is Santa bleeding from I mean, the watching, head? Watching any of the sports uh, pro, or the, you know, the, the TVs or the sports uh, broadcasts or any of the TV stations, you know, they start off with the Vikings and they give you five minutes of of their training camp, and we've got a major league baseball team in the first in first place, and they get third billing in their sports cast. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem. I mean, you got to jump on this and ride it. We don't get there that often, right? Yeah, amen. I'm with you. We don't we're, we're, we don't need to know who the 53rd guy on the football team is. Okay, let's <laughs> right. let's talk yeah. some twins around here. Yeah, let's let's get fired up about the baseball season. Let's have some fun at the ballpark. How much fun do we have back? You know, I'm I'm gonna. You know, date myself again back in the in the late '80s and early '90s when we were lucky enough to get in the playoffs. How much fun was that? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to take your uh, word for it. Right? Yeah, no, that's there is a, like two generations of fans who are like, I don't know, it's been a while, but yes, it is. My mom and it, I were in Eau Claire uh, during that time, and we were screaming at the television, "Yay, we got it!" And everybody in Wisconsin's like, "What happened?" Because yeah. it was Wisconsin, not Minnesota. Yeah. And we're like, no, we just won. Come on, guys. Every time we, we get in a slump with the Twins, I always think of the great Kent Herbeck line. Go Twins, go wild, and then go to bed. That's it. It's my favorite. <laughs> twins. It's my not, favorite. A, not a huge yeah. Vikings fan is what I'm dating. <laughs> getting no, hey, I, I watch the Vikings. I'm, I'm excited about the Vikings. It's nice that they're all fired up about them. But why, why don't you get fired up about why isn't the – the state or the sportscasters or the, the TV channels get fired up about their twins. All they do is, oh, the twins uh, won today in 13 innings and a great play. And how about the Vikings? They lost their preseason, their third preseason game in a row. But let's talk about them for a half hour. This is a good it. time for me to shamelessly plug the Scornorth Twin Show, which is available via podcast and YouTube <laughs> four days a week, where we talk twins for about 40 minutes every episode. Uh, you're welcome to find it at uh, the Scorn Earth YouTube channel and the Scorn Earth Twin Show anywhere you find podcasts okay, Phil, and promotion. I got a question then. Last week we were talking about it. What's the difference between a slider and a sweeper? Because we had a big debate about it this week. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah, that's, that's another, another thing. thing. Sweeper. A sweeper. A sweeper. <laughs> I yeah, I, don't, I mean, I'd have to ask Kent. Like, it, it, I, I feel like it's the same pitch. So, to me, I don't know. You tell me, Herbie, but... A, a curveball has more of a, a hump, right? And a slider is like a harder curveball that goes a little bit more uh, horizontal. So I don't know what a sweeper is. What, well, what are we just? We're just making up names for pitches, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, a sweeper is what we used to call a flat curveball. <laughs> Boy, that was a flat curveball. Now it's become a pitch. That's funny. Yeah. You look <laughs> now there's strategy behind it. Yeah. It's just Mark. The whole world is run by marketing. Right. Yeah. And they Some, have somebody that really just couldn't throw a curveball was yeah. like, I just need a name for this. And they stopped yeah. telling me I can't throw a curveball. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, in, the, in, in a screwball, a screwball used to be a, I guess it was a screwball. Now it's a sinker, you know, or it goes the other way or whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, there's a so there's a legendary screwball pitcher from way back in the day, Carl Hubble, and yep. so he you know he would 
he would throw the pitch and you know how like you throw a curveball and you kind of you know break your arm inward and the the screwball you go the other way and it's very unnatural for your shoulder and your elbow and after his career if you looked at his arm like when he would be you know photos or whatever his arm was like dangling the wrong way <laughs> oh, in, in his post career <laughs> uh Kat, what's what's Fernando Fernando Valenzuela had a screwball you know yeah that's what Screwball. Okay. Ken, what's the question? Uh, what's the hardest pitch? I guess not only for you to hit, but for major league players to hit. Uh, you know, well, first of all, they're all hard. Or we'd all be doing it. Sure. Uh, you know what? It all depends on the situation, or you know how you're going. I guess there's sometimes I couldn't hit my grandma if she was out there pitching, and sometimes <laughs> you hit anybody, no matter what they were throwing. And sometimes <laughs> you hit like your grandma. So yeah. I, yeah. Um. And then, you know that's that's you're going to get me fired up here even some more. That's this analytics thing now that goes on with baseball. Um, you know what? You got to go by your gut. You're, there's so many times when you're you're going so good. Like I said, if Grandma was out there pitching, I couldn't hit her. But then again, if you threw Nolan Ryan out there and I was going good, I didn't care who was on the mound. You were going to hit him mm-hmm. just because you've gotten that good funk. Um, you know, Dave. I don't know if you remember Dave Steed from the Toronto Blue Jays back yeah. in the day when. I was playing. He had one of the nastiest sliders in the game, and uh, it was more of a sweeper, from... I thought. But yeah, no, no, it was the nasty. <laughs> yeah, I know, Phil. Phil, <laughs> if you would have called it a sweeper, he'd have probably hit you with it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but they, uh, he was nasty, and there's times where I couldn't touch him, and then the other, you know, the next week we saw him and, and played him again, and and you beat him all over the field. So, um, you know, that's just how a team's going or, or how a person is going. The analytics part doesn't figure that all that kind of stuff out. Well, wasn't it uh, Yogi Berra who has the famous quote after he was in a slump and somebody, you know, he had a batting coach come out and he's like, you know, you're, you're bringing your elbow down. You're not following through. Your hips aren't moving fast enough. And he yelled at the guy, how am I supposed to swing the bat with all this thinking? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the quote, wasn't it? Is there, is it a real well, mental game sometimes, Ken? Oh yeah. You go up, you know, empty, uh, We've always said too, empty mind, full bat. If you go up there with an empty mind, all you, all your everything is in the bat. If you go up there with a full full mind, you have an empty bat. Yeah. Okay. It's like playing golf. When you when you step up to the, and I'm a hack golfer. You go up to the, you know, the first tee, and you're thinking about how you're standing and how good your tee, new brand new shirt is that you just bought, and how good you look and and how your shoes are all nice and shiny, and which way I'm going to hit this ball, and blah, 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 and you go up there and swing, and you dribble it off the tee box. You're thinking about everything. Yeah. And the second ball you set down, your B player, you get up there and just wind up and whack, and it goes right down the middle. It's mm-hmm. because you're not thinking about anything. Sure. So. It's so funny, uh, Kent, that you're talking about this, because we had Sansevier on this morning, and he felt the same way even with Rocco's instincts, is that he's not trusting his gut. He is going with analytics only. Do you think that is a problem we're having with the coaching as well? Well, I don't, I don't know if it's a problem there in first place. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've, never, uh, I've never heard of it being a problem when you're in first place. But anyway, um, yeah, you know what? The, the coaching is so different this year than in the past few years with, with – uh, you know they want to try to make a move, but if they a guy shoves a piece of paper in his face and says, "Uh oh, Joe Blow can't hit Bill Blow because Joe doesn't have good numbers off this guy," but Joe Blow just hit nine home runs in his last ten at bats. We can't let him hit off of him because he doesn't hit him. Yeah, I mean that that doesn't that to me doesn't calculate. But 
Yeah, it's a it, it's good for the game, I guess, in, in certain circumstances. But in other circumstances, it stinks for the game. I do think I, we should have we should have a new segment here, like on the Friday uh, Herbeck appearances, where we. We just bring up one analytic and let Herbeck rip on it for five minutes. Agreed. You know? It could be like Herbie's analytic of the week, you know, Bub. Yeah. You know, w- weighted runs created. What are your thoughts? Uh, I have no clue. I have no clue. In this four, Wins above replacement, your thoughts. Yeah. Um, I would not know because I just want to know how the team did the day before. Did they win or lose? And how did Joe Blow do? Yeah. Yeah. But Joe Blow's batting average on balls in play was a little lower than we expected uh, yesterday. So That's right. That's right. So <laughs> Joe Blow's not going to play today. Uh, Phil, on your guys' show, who leans towards analytic and who leans towards gut? I lean analytic because I never played Major League Baseball. But I think – so just no one really cares about this, but I'll give you some background. So I've, I started oh, my media career – I, I appreciate it. I started my media career like 15 years ago – because again, I I busted out in high school as a so I, I wasn't able to speak. It's like, hey, when I was a baseball player, right? So I brought sort of an analytical slant to writing and radio. But covering a team in a clubhouse for like I was a beat writer that was in the clubhouse every day, and talking to the coaches, the players, the managers, and stuff. Um, there there is a healthy blend. I th- I do think some teams go too far with it, where they're they're making decisions on pitching staffs at two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, on a spreadsheet. Um, in, uh, information is valuable, but but the human element is what ultimately drives winning. So that's kind of where I stand. But I am more of an analytics guy because I didn't play ten years in the big leagues like you know like other people. Well, and and I think that that's a, a, a total acceptable statement that you make because you definitely have to go with the odds, right? Yeah. And that's what a gut is. You kind of go with, with with odds. Right, I mean, do you take a hit on sixteen, or you do you stay on seven and sixteen? <clears throat> All depends on what the what the dealer has. But um, uh, analytics don't play anything in gut because you got the human aspect of the whole deal is how is this guy doing? Is this guy hot? Does this guy stink right now? Um, can anybody get him out? Um, uh, let's look at the analytics. No, he can't hit this guy. So who cares if he hit got nine hits in his last ten games? He's not going to. The paper throws him out, so he's not going to hit. Or the yeah. pitcher is not gonna pitch against this guy because he can't get this guy out. It showed in the past, but the guy's dealing. You know. Yeah. Um, and that's where the that's where the coach or the manager or or you know base running coach or whatever has to take into effect of what's going on with at that day. And is this guy hurt in the outfield? Is his arm bothering him? Can he throw the guy out at the plate? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's what always gets me with the analytical approach with baseball is the, uh, like the oh, the third time through the lineup, you got to take him out because he's just going to get destroyed. So, well, if you have right. the best pitcher in the league, it doesn't matter if he's going through it for the 10th time in the lineup. He's probably still going to be – he's still the best pitcher. Like he's talented enough to still get people out. So you do have to kind of blend both yeah. and use your gut because it's not just a look at the spreadsheet. Yeah, well yeah, – I know – I remember, you know, TK would, would watch our, our pitchers. He would look in the third inning, okay – this guy hit a ball hard off him, or you know, the, the, he can still be getting out. But guys start hitting the ball harder on him, you know, start putting the ball in play a little more often, or you know, the guy just had gave up three line drives in a row, and it's like, oh my, this guy's starting to lose it here a little bit. It's the fifth inning. Uh, maybe we should get somebody up, or or uh, but you know, he was always looking at that. It didn't it didn't mean 
if he's still striking people out, why not leave the guy in there? But he's, he's giving up rockets all day long, uh, and he's still getting people out. That's when you got to start thinking about, boy, is it time to get him out of there? Because right now he's kind of living by the seat of his pants here with, with all these line drives he's given up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of different ways you can go about managing, but I think definitely analytics definitely do help. But I think in another aspect, in another way, they can also hurt too. When you when you get down to that gut feeling, what should I do? I would go with my gut rather than pick up a piece of paper and look at what's yeah. going on. So, sometimes what's, what's funny too, like in the in the last ten years, is front offices have all this information that didn't exist in the previous mm-hmm. ninety years, and they're so excited. And and you got a bunch of nerds like me in front offices, like, oh, my God, we got some great information about the pitching staff, right? And then and then you go and like you're gonna bring the information to a 23 year old, you know, uh, baseball player who he's like, uh, I'm just in the batting cage, you know, see ball, hit ball. Like how you communicate the information to players is like the trickiest part. I feel like if you walked into a batting cage right now. And Rod Crew was sitting there, or, or Paul Molitor was sitting in that batting cage with you, and then you got your 23-year-old nerd with a computer <laughs> talking about the picture that's up there, and you're going to go and take some swings in the batting cage. Who are you going to listen to? Are you going to listen to Rod Crew? Are you going to listen to Paul Molitor? Are you going to listen to the 23-year-old nerd that's got the computer? Listen, so with all you. due respect, guys, okay, I know you guys are Hall of Famers, but I've got... Oh, Phil, I've, you are I've not 23. Some, I've got some stuff here that I think you should take a look at. All right, guys, uh, excellent report. Uh, I have to give it a 10 out of 10. I'm a, I'm a numbers person, oh and I only went nine minutes over, so thank you guys so much. <laughs> Ken Herbeck Sports on the Tom Bernard Morning Show was presented once again by Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Start your next memory at your favorite grocery or convenience store today. Find a store near you at KillabrewRootBeer.com. Go Twins! Go Twins! Let's go. Let's go. Come on, you TV stations. Cover the Twins, you cowards. Yeah. Let's go. Thanks, Kent. Thanks, Phil. We love you guys. See you guys. See you guys. Up next, we got Tim Lammers on the Tom Bernard Morning Show. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Acoustic wave therapy is the latest advancement in the treatment of erectile dysfunction. It's a non-surgical, non-medication solution to improving your natural erections. I highly recommend Twin Cities Premier Health for this therapy. For better erections and optimal sexual performance at any age, get back on track to a healthy, satisfying sex life with your partner. No medications, no surgery, overseen by their highly trained health professionals all along the way. 
Right now, I have a special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Valued at $800, 952-395-4346. That's my unique phone number, 952-395-4346. Go to TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com and use promo code TOM. Twin Cities Premier Health Acoustic Wave Therapy Protocol is provided via a medical device that delivers a painless, low-intensity, high-frequency shock wave over the surface of the skin over a series of treatments. This non-invasive, highly effective science-based procedure creates increase in blood flow and helps create new blood vessels by treating the root cause of most erectile dysfunction. Use promo code TOM when you go online to schedule a free consultation. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Your family will love Minnesota-made Killebrew Old-Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Then cheer on the fun. Take it from me, Ken Herbeck, Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, baby. I didn't hear myself in my head. You did song. actually yeah, terrible. Baby. I did not think it was going to go I don't that know. Badly. I don't know what I was supposed to say. I thought my mic was off for that a second. And can we not just great. hold on? Yeah, baby. I don't know what I'm I'm not trying to seduce the crowd. <laughs> See, I don't know what I'm doing. everyone thinks that they could be me trying to be Tom Bernard. And it's harder than it looks. You're fucker 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 What was that? Uh, uh, Missy Elliott. That's Missy Elliott. Oh, I was like, yeah. I thought if that was you for a second. It was. Me yeah. doing Missy Elliott. Yeah. But it's interchangeable. Yeah. People, when I look at Missy Elliott, people always get confused <laughs> who's who. Uh, hello. Welcome to the Tom Bernard Morning Show. We got Tim Lammers here with Bradshaw and Bryan, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryan at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tim, how the heck are you? I'm wonderful, Brittany and Rudy and uh, Kevin and David. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Hey, where, are you, where are you calling us from? I'm calling you from the great Minnesota get-together. Got some other media stuff I got to do. Of course, you guys did that last weekend, yes? Yeah, yeah, we were there uh, last Saturday. Yeah, is that now, what it was? correct me yep. if I'm wrong, but it, 
Kevin get into some sort of scrape with somebody? Because weren't you wearing like a sling or something? Oh no, I had a very stylish uh, fanny pack like thing oh, bag. That yeah. was ah, that was yeah. cute. I didn't even think that. Yeah. That's so. No, look, no, I have one. I've no got one fights. From... It doubles as a sling though if he does get yes, into a fight. Yeah, just Tev- in case. I'm like you're like um, Regina George to me. I was like Tevin was wearing a sling bag, so now <laughs> I'm wearing a sling bag. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, 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 from the, the angle of the picture, it looked like I thought, oh, Kevin's kicking some ass. Just somewhere. another person thinking you no, look weird. Well, cause, right. Well, because that picture was like Tom and Don Shelby's like people that are famous, and then I'm here's me just standing in the middle of it. And on Facebook, they like tagged Tom and Shelby in it, and then somebody commented like, you're not not going to tag Tevin and I was like yes whoever you are so I'm the one who posted my... it yeah so you got in trouble and I don't even think you think who tags Tom I don't, I don't what do you know, tag but that's, Tom I don't know like they were like hey why didn't you tag the Actually, point was they were mad that you didn't say I read it as picture. why isn't Tevin in this photo that's what I thought that's they were what saying. I originally what I thought and I was like he's right there like Tevin couldn't yeah. be more in this photo right. I'm the only black guy in the photo like, you guys can see me <laughs> yeah that's true I uh I have to correct myself because I said Kevin but I was thinking of Tevin kicking ass, and then I was thinking, well, Tevin and kicking ass are pretty much synonymous anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. I'm going to call you both Kevin and Tevin from now on. But speaking of kicking ass in theaters, man, you know, this summer it's been up and down at the theater, and I'm sure glad that even though it's September 1st and the film is officially opening today, the summer is coming to an end with... The Equalizer 3 with Denzel Washington. Yes, I want to see this. I am so excited for I, this movie. We're going to go. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I mean, after, if there's a 10:30 showing or whatever, go. I mean, this is a phenomenal movie. It's my kind of movie where there's no apologies for just kicking ass because that's what The Equalizer does. You know, uh, Robert McCall, played by Denzel, this is the third equalizer film maybe the last that's the way they're kind of billing it but i could i would love to see the series go on uh there was even talks of a prequel i i don't care i just love this character so much and for a background for people who haven't seen the first two films basically he's an ex-marine slash ex uh intelligence sort of agent uh, mm-hmm. defense intelligence and now he's kind of doing his own thing where he doesn't like seeing people being wronged, okay? So he's like a vigilante. If somebody is raising hell with somebody, he's going to make sure that person pays. So this time, I mean, the first two films are set in Boston. This one actually is in Italy where, honest to God, the first scene, this is a hard R movie, baby. <laughs> you would not believe the carnage. in this first scene where he comes up against uh, this mafioso and all of his guys. It's in Sicily, and he's tied into some narcotics uh, trade with some uh, international terrorists. And, again, the the ass-kicking that Denzel uh, gives in this scene alone makes makes the movie worth it. But guess what? It gets even better from there. So he goes to live in this small town. It's a fictional town in Italy called Altamonte by Naples. And, you know, just perfect. I mean, I I guess I didn't realize, you know, we build things up and tear things down here in the United States. There they have the architecture, you know, for forever. Yeah. And so it's just this beautiful little town. And another mobster moves in and wants to take over the town. 
and naturally Denzel's character, Robert McCall, is not cool with that. And he's not, let's just say that things don't end too well for the people he comes up against. But, you know, every man has its limitations, so can he survive it? I will leave you hanging there. Every man has their limitations. <laughs> what? That needs, that needs I thought every man that. was like a tear <laughs> I cannot with you, Tim. Shocking. Um, can we acknowledge, yeah, the equalizer? I mean, the name in itself is pretty Have you literal. not seen any of the movies no. Brittany have, oh my god have you god. met me it's, he, this you is need to not watch my I thought it's, this was a math movie it's he's he, <laughs> I uh, thought it was about Thanos he <laughs> comes Queen around Latifah in this and <laughs> he like starts he like starts his watch and then that's when you know like it's about oh. to go down because he's like time oh that's you right get, so yeah, that's he, right. he's an old person who uses talk to text on his watch no, no he like well, he, I will like, be home like, do in it 40 minutes It'll like tick, like and it'll like minutes. yeah, it'll be like ten seconds will tick, and he's like figuring out how he's gonna murder everybody in the room, and then he just. Right. So he's actually like, possibly as undiagnosed OCD because he wants to like get in within a certain First of all, time. Do not talk down about. I'm Denzel not talking Washington down. Well, I'm sorry that I'm, you're well, taking that as a you know, negative, uh, a diagnosis. You know, I, I would say that every man and every woman, Thank you. Brittany, has their limitations. She's showing us, she's showing us right now. The equalizer. Yeah. I did talk about pooping my leggings today, so we all have limitations. <laughs> some OCD is washing so, your hands, but some people systematically must take out an entire room of bad guys. Yes. I'd much rather have the hand-washing OCD. Right? It never gets tired either. You know, this sort of film never gets tiring sure. to me. And the thing is... You know, these movies are so few and far between now. Everybody's worried about offending somebody or something like that. Yeah, there is none of that here. Yeah, it's this almost like John Wick and Equalizer, Avengers. Exactly. So yes, few and exactly. far between. You know, John Wick is a good way, good person to compare it to. And again, you know, the Eastwood stuff from a while ago. I mean, I, I was serious. You know, it's a dirty hairy line. You know, every man has its limitations. Well, Denzel doesn't. And, and Eastwood didn't in his films either. They oh, just now you get tipped your hat. Ass in this. Does he ever eat like a granola bar or like has like a cliff so like bar? A, just a bowl to, like, of oatmeal in the morning. And like, like times that as well. <laughs> He's like four minutes to eat this cliff bar. No, 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 Like, does he time everything? Yeah, he's like, I questions. gotta brush my teeth. I gotta get the kids he's ready a, for school. He's a very methodical fella. Put it this way. But seriously, see this movie as soon as you can. Again, uh, it, it's a movie that I actually look forward to. This summer, it's been hit and miss with the movies I've wanted to see. I mean, I've grown tired of the superhero stuff. You know, and yes, this is familiar, but guess what? It's done incredibly well, and as long as you deliver something to me where you're really putting your heart and soul and your effort into it, then I'm in. And uh, I'm so glad uh, to end the summer with this movie. Uh, two questions. First off, yes. what are you going to eat at the State Fair? And then secondly, are you going to review the Eras Tour movie? I don't know. I mean, that's an AMC Theaters exclusive, so it's possible. Maybe uh, you should be going there, Brittany, and you could give us the review. Uh, I will, and I will. And if you want me to go with you, I will. I am an obnoxious. <laughs> and then what, what are you going to have at the fair today, Tim? You know, I, I like... Shrimp, so some sort of deep fried shrimp of some sort. Uh, uh, I don't very know. Brave I, I, of you. Brave. Yeah, I don't. I don't this go for that. Has no limitations. Deep fried Twinkie. Yeah, I have zero limitations. Look, I, the deep fried Twinkie stuff, all that kind of stuff. I just, 
I'm it, I, my stomach hurts just talking about it. I can't, can't imagine sne- actually you, eating it. You can't sneak that into the movie theater. No, you cannot. <laughs> You're like, um, I think it smells like fish. International Bazaar <laughs> has really good shrimp fried rice somewhere in there. I know it because I've eaten there. Yeah, well, thanks for the tip. I appreciate that. Not a problem. Uh, Tim, congratulations on having a great uh, broadcast at the fair and on the Tom Bernard morning show. You're a multitask extraordinaire. All righty. Well, thank you so much. Nice to talk with you all. Kevin, a.k.a. Kevin, who kicks ass. That's right. We're going to see the Equalizer. And David. Nice meeting you. And Rudy. And, of course, Brittany. You know I love you, dear. Love you, Tim. Tim Lammer is sponsored by Bradshaw and Bryant Personal Injury Lawyers. All right. That did it for us. Uh, David Harris is going to be at Laugh Camp. How do people get tickets? Yeah. Uh, You can go to davidharrislive.com or, uh, I think, laughcamp.com mm-hmm. or, or just you know google just it. google laugh camp ask your nephew or niece to google it for you yeah <laughs> it's also in our show notes by the way perfect Rudy awesome. always takes care mm-hmm. of us david it was a pleasure thanks uh, thank so much you so for much for out. having me uh our first show without tom bernard i think it went well and we didn't actually well. record this didn't go anywhere this is actually just, just a practice yeah. <laughs> this is a practice round he's just so. still looming over though <laughs> <laughs> he walks in he just slow claps <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye.